Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you back to the show. It is here. It is now part five, the finale of our A Victim of the Art run-through. Well, you've been waiting for it. You've been waiting for five weeks for it, and here it finally is. The agents finally discover a connection between all three of the victims, and in order to catch whatever's been doing it, they decide to use bait to do so. I loved how how that whole thing just unraveled very viscerally with the the agents deciding what they were going to do. And I'll tell you what the uh, the actual campaign for this is 16 pages. I kind of did like a rewrite of this thing, and it came out to be 15 pages where I added some things and and removed a few things. Basically, made it my own little thing, and uh, even added a few more victims in there too. And just the way that they started putting together all the clues and stitching it all together. And I got to say, man, Sam, Tony, my brothers, you guys rocked it. So all that being said, each and every one of you fellow slingers out there, I hope you've enjoyed the ride so far, all four previous episodes leading up to this one point. Please, if you do like it, write into the show and let me know you like it. Uh, Message me some way through Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Leave a comment on our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20 whatever it takes let me know let me know if you want to hear more of this because it's coming anyways it's going to be steamrolling through the whole way remember whatever podcast app you listen to the show on please leave us that five star rating and review it really does help i'm telling you it really does because i could see we're creeping up we're creeping up we're getting up in the in the lineage of delta green podcasts that exist i know i personally listen to spotify but we're out there on spotify Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, we're on FM. I mean, there's all kinds of other uh, third-party type apps out there that we're just populating. They must be affiliated with the first ones. Anyways, all that being said, I don't want to take away any longer than this extra long episode already. And, And please enjoy it. I am so excited. So warm up your dice and top off your glasses. Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents... A Victim of the Art, Part 5, The Finale. Enjoy. They're guilty no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you slobs. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. This is your trusted handler, Brian, and with me, the hard slingers. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bones of the teeth of the dead. <laughs> I found it. the lower mandible. <laughs> and the spine. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That was Holy shit. Sorry. <laughs> Bring it to you. Episode five of our Delta Green scenario of a victim of the art. So you guys found a connection between... Two victims. two victims. Yeah, two victims. Dr. Moretti and Laura Harrogate. It appears to come from a phone number from the Dengler's residence. You now have asked Detective Hansen for the address. He scribbles it out. 54 South Glen Street. Is that with one N or two? <laughs> two G's, three N's. <laughs> <laughs> one. All right, we put it into our GPS that doesn't exist in 2008. <laughs> Actually, it did. Oh, cool. And Garments. There we Garments go. Garments did. 
Yeah, I had a Garmin. I had one of those little devices on my dash. Do we want to let uh, Hanson know we're going out there? Yeah, let's let Hanson know. Uh, Hanson, uh, we're going to go out and check out the Dangler residence because it seems to be the only connection the three, two of the three victims have in common. Wait a minute. You, where, where are you guys at? You guys are closer than I am. Yeah. Why don't you wait for me? Okay. Sure. Do you Sounds know? Good. We'll meet you there? Yeah. Okay. How about you meet us there? Good idea. All right. Having a, a local... Yeah, uh, Bishop should go. Good idea, right? <laughs> <laughs> Having a, 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 you know, a local might make them see, uh, rest easier than seeing a bunch of uh, feds drive up in a charger. Mm. Sounds good. I'll meet you guys there. Don't do anything without me, though. No problem. So you guys make your way to uh, 54 South Glen? Yes. You pull up to this beautiful three-story house, which faces the Great Peconic Bay. Yeah, large house, mm-hmm. big piece of property, isolated. Mm-hmm. Someone would have a lot of time here at this location to do what they wanted. It's not super isolated. It's just on a, you know, it's a big house, and, you know, you see another big house, like, 50 meters away, another big house, 50 meters away. Screw like, Plenty of space. Holly, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's plenty of space between it, so... All right, let's be a little circumspect and uh, go knock on the door. I'll, uh, I, I can uh, wait down a little bit and if uh, Carson, or sorry, uh, Hanson pulls up. Mm-hmm. A few moments later, the door opens and you see a, uh, an older woman, about 53 years old. Nice. Yeah. Got beautiful brown locks. Looks naturally fit, not super beefed out or whatever. And she says... Can I, can I help you? Eloise Dangler. What is this about? I flashed the badge. Hi, I'm Agent Odesso. This is Agent Kimura. We'd like to ask you a few questions. What's, what's this about? Is, did something happen to Mark? No, can we come inside for a moment? I prefer to be away from prying eyes. Sh- sure. Can, can I see that badge again, please? Absolutely. Here you go. Takes a peek at it. Yeah. It's a fake. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> it's just like mine. <laughs> so she allows you in and closes the door behind us. What's this about? Um, you said, Mark, uh, where is Mr. Dangler? My husband's at work. And where does he work? Northrop Grumman. Isn't that where? Northrop Grumman, that's come up before. The dentist didn't work there, but... Eh. Where have we heard that before? Somebody else worked there. Nate. Obviously, this is not in game. Yeah, this is not in game. Where have we heard that before? I, I don't know. S- somebody else to work for Northrop Grumman. Ah, oh, crap. I don't think I wrote that down. But somebody else worked for uh, Northrop Grumman. I think it was Sa- Sand. That's right. Sandra's Harrogate's husband worked for Northrop Grumman before he died of lung cancer. All right. There's right a gold balloon for you. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, so he worked for Northrop Grumman before he died of lung cancer. And there may be other connections somewhere else. What is Northrop Grumman? It's a defense contractor. Aerospace. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's start that over. Knock, knock. Can we come in? Okay. No, you are. No, I know. I'm just. Did he happen to know um, Mr. Harrogate, Sandra Harrogate's husband? I, not that I know of. I, I'm not familiar with, with Harrogate. Har, Harrogate? I, I don't know. Harrogate. Okay. Um, when was the last time you saw Mark? This morning when he went to work. What, what's this about, agents? Uh, we got a call from this place. 
or, or a call was placed from this residence to two people of interest. In, in connection to a case we're working who, on. Who? We can't give you too many more details, but uh, did you happen to reach out to uh, Sandra Harrogate at any time? I don't know Sandra Harrogate. No. Lauren Harrogate? Lauren Harrogate? Uh, Maybe your son I've, Thomas does. Possibly. I mean, why would he know her? Uh, they may have gone to high school together. Does she go to Glenridge High? Yes. Should I get? Should I have Thomas come down here? Is... Please. She looks up towards the staircase. Thomas, could you please come down here for a minute? What is it, Mom? You hear from <laughs> up above, totally defiant. What is it, Mom? I need you to come down here. There's two gentlemen that, that wish to speak with you. <sighs> a few moments later, you see what would be an average teenage boy start to descend the stairs. He seems small in stature and walks with a kind of awkwardness about him. He's dressed in blue jeans with a gray flannel and a, and a blue t-shirt. He's got a mop of dark, wavy hair atop his head. And uh, Although he's not particularly handsome, he lacks the acne which plagues most of his contemporaries. At first blush, he has the demeanor of uh, lacking confidence, and it's possible that the jocks would consider him like a loser of the high school he probably goes to. And he, Comes down, he kind of stands there, and he says, What is it, Mom? These two, these two agents have some questions they'd like to ask you. And he just kind of looks at you. Do you happen to know a Lauren Harrogate? <laughs> Who doesn't know Lauren? Please, have a seat. We have more questions <laughs> for you. He takes a seat, okay, and kind of leans forward on his, you know, elbows on his knees. Go ahead and make an a, a alertness check. Sixty-two. Sixteen. Made it. Sixteen. You, Ichimaru, notice with your keen eyes, under the folds of his flannel shirt, there's an odd-looking pendant that's hanging from around his neck. Looks to be made of, like, a clay or something like that, hardened clay. Mm-hmm. He says... Is it gray? No, it's like a, a dark, like a baked type of a clay. Okay. It's not very big. It's probably like... That gray polymer mm-hmm. item. Yeah. And he's all... Uh, well, yeah, what about Lauren? Well, everybody seemed to know Lauren. She's hot, man. She's like the hottest babe in school. Mm-hmm. She was, was she into anything strange? What do you mean, was into? What, what's wrong with Lauren? No, nothing's wrong with Lauren. We were just curious. We're following up on a, on a report. Uh, her mother's taking a turn for the worst, and we're trying to determine if there's anything connecting... All of you guys together. More specifically, did you ever make a phone call to Lauren's house? Yeah, we saw that the, there was a number oh. that was from here that called, so we I, just want to know if there was anything that you knew. You know, I I, I tried to ask her out. Uh, I had heard from uh, Hank Tyler and his fucking stupid buddies that she might be into me, and... Uh, yeah, I made the call, and, and she basically just laughed at me when I asked her out. Like all the other... Yeah, we've all been there, kid. Mm-hmm. I was like that in high school as well. Yeah, I... Sorry, is it against the law to have made to call her or something? No, no, we're just... Uh, like we said, her mother took a turn for the worse. Uh, we're just trying to see some things that... Uh, uh, there there were some have... phone calls that we were questioning. 
with a lot of phone calls repeated to the house over a term of days. This number was one of them. We're just following up. What is that necklace you got? That is cool looking. Is that like one of the new rock band kind of things? Oh, I this, used to be no, in uh, Iron Maiden when I was a kid. You know, he, in his excitement, he he's like, you know, excited to show it to you. But he, as he smiles, or he like, puts his hand up towards his jaws. Like, Sorry, I, I had some work done a little while ago. Um, the Doctor Moretti. Doctor Moretti. Yeah, yeah. He he did a root canal on me and. It, that TV, oh man, talk about a week of pain. Every day I was going in there, and this bastard, Thomas, don't talk about him that way. Well, Mom, he did. It's like my whole jaw is still sore. Mm-hmm. Anyways, no, my my, I was given this by my mom for my for my grandfather who passed away. It's a, he, what is it? It's really nice looking. I don't know, it's like Peruvian or uh, Bolivian or something, some kind of a pendant. It's pretty cool, though, you know, and he kind of angles it without taking it off, and you mm. see it, uh, it looks like it's got some kind of a, like a human in a winged type of a being, like, embraced with one another. Uh, Tommy, did you ever contact the school library in Venera Hatmeyer? <laughs> Who'd want to contact that bitch? Thomas! Well, maybe well, she f- overdue library. Come on, books. Mom. She's the one who was responsible for my after school detention the other day. What happened with that? Well, I had to go to it, and then that's when I saw Hank Tyler and his idiotic buddies and gave me grief about being there and shit. And Is that when they told you that Lauren liked you? Maybe. Hmm. Look, what's this about? Like we said, we're trying to figure out some things that happened with uh, Lauren's mother. You know, she took a turn for the worst. You know, this is a small enough town. People have heard things, right? So, yeah. Do you happen to know what happened to Hank Tyler? I don't think anything's happened to him. This necklace. Where did you? If I had my way, I'd have him strung up by his fucking ball. That's enough, Thomas. Go to your room. Are we done with the this this? Just what's, a what's, few more questions. No, he's not in any trouble at all. He's actually given some really good information. You see him, he actually starts going up towards his room and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, cool, I think we're done here. Thank you very much, Brian. We'll be in touch. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes he, he gets like this. He's been like this for for a couple couple weeks now. When did he get Ever since necklace? the dentist? Or no, it's been a little bit since before the dentist, but that really sent him over the top. Hmm. When did he get that necklace? Now, my father passed away. He was an archaeologist down in Peru, and when he died, uh, his chest of belongings was sent to my sister in California, and then uh, she didn't know what to do because she was moving. And so I said, well, just send it out here, and I'll give it to Thomas for his 16th birthday. And he just he started going through it. He's really taken quite a quite an interest in archaeology now. I mean, I even I didn't have this kind of interest in my father when he was alive, and it seems like my son is just geared towards it, I I figure it's a great outlet for his, his energy and his, you know, how 16-year-olds oh, get yeah. with all their hormones and yeah. stuff. And as, a, as a 16-year-old boy, when I was a 16-year-old boy, it's really encouraging to have your parents into something that you're into. So keep keep encouraging him. No, I'm not into it. I, I never liked what my father was into. In fact, it, honestly, he spent more time away from the home life than he was there. So Was he, in, like, traveling all over 
archaeological digs and things like that. A lot of Central America, South America stuff. That was that was his gig. Hmm. A rich culture. Hmm. Any chance we could? Uh, did he leave anything else for Thomas? Yeah, he left the whole trunk. In fact, it was down here for a while, and eventually, after I gave Thomas the that necklace for his birthday, eventually he took the whole chest up to his room. It's it's in his room. You think he'd let us look at it? It sounds yeah, intriguing. Exactly. You know what? Why don't you go ahead persuasion? and persuasion? Make that persuasion. Thirty-seven. Uh, Fifty. You know what? I've got a chicken in the oven. Why don't you go ahead and head on upstairs and? Uh, <laughs> well, thanks for letting us go upstairs to your teen son's to room by ourselves with you and with the weapons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we go up the stairs, knock on the door. Oh, is the door open or closed? No, it's closed. You hear like soft rock music playing through the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We knock on the door. And I'd say knock on the door and go in. Okay. Hey, Thomas. He turns around. And says, oh. Hey, what's oh, up? Sorry, what's up, man. guys? No, what well, can I do for you? We were talking with your mom about the necklace and stuff, and she said you got a whole cool trunk of stuff like that from your grandpa. Is there any, any way we could see that before you go? I'd love to see it. Yeah, and, and as you look at his room, you can tell that it's it's become kind of like an amateur archaeologist's haven. You see that uh, he's moved the entire contents of this trunk into his room. It's it's all about, you see, uh, you know, different stone masks. You see jewelry, you see uh, clay rings and stuff, you see just all kinds of shit. He's like, yeah, go ahead and take a look around. Wow. Dude, this stuff is awesome. Uh, it's like a a real young Indiana Jones up here. Not like that goofball that was in the movie. Yeah. If it was out yet. Yeah, isn't this, <laughs> this shit is badass. I mean, my grandfather, he spent years down there and it's, it's just amazing. Is it made out of any clay polymer? Oh, I don't know what half this stuff is made out of. It just looks Boss, I mean, does totally look really cool. Does look really, really cool. You know, as, you, as you're looking around, you see that on his desk, there's a, a Steno pad that's mm-hmm. open. It, it looks like it's halfway filled, and next to it are three other older Steno pads that are beside mm-hmm. it. Well, what are these? Is journals? No, no, those I'll are like those are like my it. my grandfather's journals. That's what. Um, uh, yeah, these are your grandfather's journals. This one is mine. Uh, I was when I was I was researching some of the the older civilizations, uh, they were talking about writing down things that you think and mm-hmm. mostly like writing down dreams and, and weird ass shit. So I've just been trying to keep a ledger of it, you know? Yeah. Mind if we take a peek? Sounds really cool. I don't know. It's kind of personal in there. I didn't expect to read my grandfather's, let alone have somebody else read mine. Yeah, good point. Good point. I'm sure you wouldn't mind, though. I mean, this is really neat stuff, and maybe there's some keys to its origin. I mean, because this looks like a larger part of a collection. <laughs> I'm going to go get some coffee. You want some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> you want some gum? <laughs> yeah. It's juicy fruit. <laughs> <Want some> gum? <laughs> so I don't know, guys. It, I don't want. Uh, what do you want to look through the kid's diary for? No, you know? just, Come on, man. It's not a, jo- it's not a diary. It's a well, dream journal. Dude, what's what's embarrassing cooler. about dreams? We all got those, yeah, the man. Na- the, you know, the Native American used to have dream catchers. Maybe that's what these masks and rings are for, prevent bad dreams. I don't I don't think so. I, you don't think I, so? No, I think they're more of like a communication type things, you know? like no kidding. Like you, you think of somebody hard enough and they, they could tell you're thinking about them. That's, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Oh, yeah. 
You get that when you're like staring at someone and then they look at you and they know that you're staring but at not, them. But not, not just that way though. I mean like they could be on in another place and they know you're thinking about them. It's like trying to attune your brain to their brain, you know? That's a trip. Each, you remember hearing about a case like this out of New Mexico? Somebody unearthed a bunch of Mayan artifacts, or artifacts out of the New Mexican <laughs> desert. And um, they had the same kind of thing, you know? If someone thought bad enough about somebody, bad things would happen to them. You remember thinking about that? Remember reading about that case? No, nah, you know me, man. I don't know much about this stuff. What was it about? Now, artifacts out of the New Mexico desert belong to some ancient Indian tribe no one had ever heard of. Dude, have you heard anything like that? Like the the Chauvin, maybe? I don't know. Chauvin. That sounds familiar. What is, is there I, know, I know they're from Peru, but I, yeah. I haven't been able to really find much much on that civilization other than... I know my grandfather was down there. He was going through a bunch of stuff. And I, that's no, where he brought a lot of the stuff back, I think. But uh, Was there any mention of it in the journal? I know you say they're dream journals, but did you mention anything about it? It could be a clue to where this stuff came from. It could be a connection. Not Dude, you'd be famous. Or he'd be famous, and you'd be famous, famous. through him. Wow. Can get any chick. Dude. Dude. Chicks like that kind of stuff, man. I don't know. I, I'm kind of holding out for Lauren. She's still hot. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry. So you wouldn't mind if we took a look at the journal. Just not the one that you're doing, but uh, maybe the first one. I don't see a problem with, with reading my grandfather's journal. Okay, cool. It's, it's I mean, fun. if you want, we can ask your mom. No, it's, I, oh, I'm almost a man. I'm just yeah, checking. I didn't know if it was, you know. I'll be yeah. 17 and He in can make his months. own decisions. Absolutely. Listen to the guy. He knows exactly what's up, don't yeah, you? I lived on my own when I was 16. Yeah. You're probably looking forward to doing that, too, huh? Getting yeah. out from under the old lady, huh? Uh, someday. You know, I'm going to have my own place. Maybe Lauren will like me then. Polly picks up the journal. The first one starts flipping through it. Okay. What does it say? Just trying to skim I'm it. going to distract um, Thomas, too, by like, so, so what is this thing? Do you have any information on this map? Make a research check on that, Polly. You know, I'll try to keep him away from seeing Polly here rip out pages and stuff. I don't have a research. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. History, maybe? No. Um, You're fucked. Actually, you know what? Making a cult. Anthropology. Check. Cult or anthropology. Okay, I got 10% in a cult. Anthropology, I got a 40. Let's go with anthropology. Ooh. Where the hell did that come from? That's <laughs> one of his pre-generated <laughs> skills, man. 40 in anthropology and in gun control. 11. Yeah. A critical oh. success, finally. Sorry, that was so, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <clears throat> no, I want, I want no. to see that kind of enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you're keeping the, the young lad occupied with... These your robes? These <laughs> robes? <laughs> These are all I have. It's all you'll ever need. You start thumbing, trying to make sense of the first journal, and, and it talks about... It does, it's not even until you get like halfway through where you, you start seeing that the grandfather had discovered a lot of these artifacts. And uh, he talks about the, uh, the winged servitor meeting and his, his desires. And then it talks about how there was one individual, a uh, competitor, competitive archaeologist that was styming him. Belloc. <laughs> and by the next day, the competitor was found dead, missing his head and his spine. So we have someone who now 
Uh, well, I, I'm not reading it, so you go ahead. So you guys <laughs> have been here for approximately 10, 15 minutes. You're up in the room. This is what you read, Odessi. From downstairs, you hear a... What is this? Is this some kind of a tragedy? The door opens up, and you kind of hear murmuring. So you're hearing a rapport going on mm-hmm. downstairs. Okay. Polly keeps reading the journal. Okay. And keeps going, going, going. Do I hear who it is downstairs? Not from behind the closed door. Go ahead and make an intelligence check. Okay. And that would be then roll below? Yeah, below that. Below 10? No, it's to the number oh, to the below right. 50. Yeah. 21. It sounds like a familiar voice. Possibly handsome. Okay. I'll, uh... We've got potentially handsome downstairs. Got I'll, it. I'll go stall Okay. With coffee? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tommy, I've been looking in this journal here. It's Thomas. Th- Thomas, sorry. Thomas, sorry. Uh, I'm looking through this journal here. Uh, he talks about mentioning concentration and the winged serpent. Any idea what that means? I have no idea. Hmm. I honestly... I've poured over all of these these journals of his, constantly talking about the winged servitor, the ayapa, the 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 end all, and I it, it's all gibberish to me. I've tried to research it. There's there's nothing in any of the uh, the books in the library. In fact, that's where I was in trouble through Miss Hatbin when I was actually looking through these books and Hank and his idiot friends started causing me problems and then we all ended up getting de- after school detention because of it uh, yeah I, I no matter sucks, what man. I do I can't I can't seem to figure it out sounds like a t- you got the short shrift on that one hey that necklace you have it has any embossment on it yeah it does, it, does it I, like? I don't know it's it's really weird and he turns it so you can read it mm-hmm. and as he turns it to you Ichimaru you start going down the stairs and you see in the foyer Miss Dengler talking with Detective Hanson. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, Hey, Hanson, uh, yeah, sorry, we're up here, man. I thought you were going to wait for me. What happened? Uh, well, uh, Miss Dengler, I'm sorry. I hope that they're not breaching any etiquette. No, no. We asked. We were asking about uh, Tom. I'm going to let her finish the answer. She looks at... at Remember, I persuaded She her. looks at you and, and nods and agrees. Yeah, yeah, they asked. And I said it was, it was fine. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, her son Thomas had some uh, really cool, uh, was it Mayan or Peruvian jewelry? And uh, he, It's Peruvian. It's Peruvian, yes. yeah, you know, and said uh, her father gave him a whole trunk of it, so he, you know, yeah, he was kind of excited great, and we but, wanted uh, to talk to him. What about does this it. have to do with uh, oh, what's we're just, been we're, going on with uh, Lauren Harrogate? And Lauren Harrogate? Did something happen to, to this person you're looking for? Well, I'm sorry, Miss Dengler, I, I didn't know if you knew. Them or not, but uh, Lord Harrogate was found deceased this morning. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we didn't want to disturb Thomas with that because he seems to have sort of a crush on her, so we didn't bring that up, uh, Hanson. Oh, yeah, but you know we got to be forthcoming, agents. We uh, we well, can't. Yeah, we well we came here to ask her about some calls that uh, we saw that came from this residence that were on Lauren's. Uh, Where's Agent Odessi at? Where's where's he at? He's just upstairs talking with Thomas. They were going over... uh, Is the father up there? The father? 
You know, you can't be interviewing a minor without a parent. We're not, we're not interviewing. He was showing us his cool Peruvian jewelry. But the mother said it was okay. I think okay. we should all go upstairs and see what's going Absolutely, on. Absolutely, sure. Yeah, the mother said it was okay. Was that true, Miss Dingle? Oh, yes, yes. I'm, I'm just preparing the chicken for dinner. We didn't you, want it to burn. Smells delicious. You by boys the way. go on up. The, oh, thank you. <laughs> it's my mother's recipe. Mm. Anyways, uh, yes, she wipes her hands on her apron. You, you boys go on upstairs. I'll let me know if you need okay. anything. As we're going up, I'm going to go. Hey, Odessa, you almost ready? Just to let them know that we're coming up. What is the symbol on the medallion, and what does it say? As you look on the back of it, it's it's hard to tell because it looks as though it's written in a foreign language. Mm-hmm. Language that you've probably never seen. As you hold the amulet, I'm, you hold the amulet. Yes. As you hold the amulet, you could tell it, it probably weighs about six ounces or so, maybe a little less. Hey, it's heavy. And uh, he's like, "Oh, I don't mind it though, man. It makes I like it. You know, I've seen some some of the guys at school wear things that are made of stainless steel and, and look all goth and shit. But uh, you could tell it's got some density to it, but." You know, you can't make out what what the markings are on the back. Any picture on the front? Yeah, it looks like there's a a, a man embracing some kind of a, a winged type of a man or, or some kind of a bipedal thing that's winged. Okay. Oh, that's really cool. You know what it says? I still have no idea. Anything in your grandfather's journal showing anything about an alphabet or translation of any kind? This is really neat, I got to say. You know, occasionally I see his chicken scratches of, of different things, and I try to, to see if this is it, but I don't know. Honestly, I can't tell. No problem. I appreciate you showing this to me. It's actually really cool. I can see why you're wearing it. Well, thank you. Thank you. And what has there been any other jewelry around? <laughs> you said something about rings? Well, just the rings that you see that are on, on the table. You know. Okay. You put any of those on? No, I just... Yeah, I look at them and stuff, but I just like the material that this thing's made of. It's just amazing. Hey, Polly takes a closer look at the material. Can you tell what it is? Rock, metal, stone? It looks to be some kind of a clay material, but clay. you, you can't really tell what it's made out of, what the, the actual composition of it is. Okay. Thomas, do you know what this is made out of? This is the strangest material I've seen. It doesn't look like stone. It doesn't look like rock it doesn't look like metal i don't know at first i thought it was be made from some like chieftain's bone or something or like a witch doctor or something mm -hmm. i don't know man mm -hmm. maybe something like petrified wood it's just kind of weird feel i don't know yeah it really is strange it's weird sometimes it gives off like a, a cool feel or a hot feel mm -hmm. i don't know maybe it's just me it could be. I, you know what? Don't know. Have you tried on the masks? Are cool? Are they made out of the same? They made out of the same material. No. Polly looks. See, is there any other item that's on display that's made of the same material? No. Okay. It's yeah. Long stairs. Hmm. Long stairs. Oh, up yeah. the stairs. <laughs> well, I'm imagining that he's doing this where yeah. you went down and had your yeah, like, rapport. lighthouse. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Got to see it. All righty. It's all about paranoia. Okay, cool. Um, this is really neat. Is there, okay, so nothing else. Uh, where's the chest your grandfather had? Is that empty? Uh, yeah, I mean, everything that was in the chest, it wasn't a big chest. It was uh, mm -hmm. everything that was in there I have already hung on the walls or, mm -hmm. or decorated the room with. 
At that moment, you hear Ichimaru call up from the, the staircase saying that, hey, you know, they're basically coming up. So, you know, you probably got seconds left with this this teenager. Got it. <laughs> Make them count. <laughs> Good God. I'm trying to figure it out what to do with this kid. I'm surmising that the just, source of the issue We just need to talk uh, off screen as soon as you can. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Polly just keeps expressing how cool the collection is, and um, you know, I got a, I got a friend down at the bureau. He's a true archaeologist, man. He would love to see this stuff. You wouldn't mind if I gave him your information, would you? That's fine. Now, he may have some insight on this. He's collected some stuff out of Peru and Argentina, and as far north as Central America, some of the uh, tribes out there, yeah, up there, down there, actually. And I, I think he would have an insight as to what these things are. But I got to tell you, the centerpiece of the collection appears to be that necklace. I've never, I've never seen anything like that. And you probably never will either. Say, <laughs> 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 yeah. so you wouldn't mind if I showed it to him, the necklace itself, give you an FBI receipt, and mm. then take it back for some testing. I'd be sure to give you full academic credits for it. Might even pyramid into the school. I mean, you and your grandfather I, both would be kindly mentioned in a research, especially if it turns out to be something. And I do believe it would. I don't know. This was my birthday gift. I'm not. Gonna... Oh no, no, it's not like it wouldn't go away. And we're just only collecting it for a sample. We'll return it to you. Mm. As a matter of fact, hey, why think... don't you take one of the masks or one of the rings or bracelets? No, I don't want to get rid of the necklace. I'm sorry, Agent. I don't. No, no, not get rid of. I'm, we're only asking to research and borrow it. As a matter of fact, I believe the department would be able to compensate you for its use. I, I don't know. A guy like you needs a car, don't you? I don't see a car. Place front. Do you have a car? New place to live. Yeah. As a matter of fact, maybe we'd make you even more comfortable if you were to be able to accompany it to Washington, D.C. Have you ever been to Quantico, Virginia? Never seen a grown Pins- man's naked either. <laughs> <laughs> you like movies about wrestling? <laughs> Gladiators. Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah. I knew you liked that one. Shut up. <laughs> so they get deny up there. it. That was a test. You failed. <laughs> You fell! <laughs> All right. Are we up them stairs yet? <laughs> you are. You're at the door already. Oh, we're, are we in? Yeah. yeah. Well, coming to the door, you watch yeah. him trying to persuade this young boy to <laughs> take, his, take his pendant <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be, I mean, it'd be a real benefit. I know you'd be mentioning a scholarly journal because this material here, I believe you're right, some kind of petrified stone, something very rare, very rare, noteworthy, as a matter of fact. And I believe the department would be able to compensate you for the time. I believe it's of significance. This is a, a rare historical find. Hanson looks past you, Ichimaru. What's, what's going on here? Hmm. I'm with him. Yeah. No. <laughs> Stop yeah. to you. <laughs> he found his grandfather bequeathed to him this chest full of rare Indian artifacts from Peru. Uh, Chief among them, I would say the centerpiece of the collection. This medallion young man has is absolutely fascinating. Got a friend in the bureau, uh, doctor actually, PhD in, in, in archaeology and paleoarchaeology, out of um, the bureau. And I, I believe this material that this thing's made out of is something I've never seen before. And I believe that my colleague would be interested in looking at it. It's it's very historical, very unique. Never seen anything like this ever before. Agent Odessi, could I have a wood with you out here in the hallway? Please? Of course, of course. He, before, as he's passing each, he goes, we need to get that necklace. 
And he goes into the hallway. I'm sorry, Hanson. Have I overstepped my bounds? I have no idea what you're doing here. You're talking to a 16-year-old boy mm -hmm. trying to get his necklace from around his neck. You're here. You didn't wait for me to arrive. Mm. They're interviewing a minor without, a, without an adult present. We're not interviewing. You're not it was there. Just, I'm in the hallway with him, aren't I? No. no, you were in the in the room with him. Oh, so I'm in the room yeah. with the kid. Sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tag. <laughs> Tag. <team. laughs> yeah. Wait, tell. All right. That's I, a I, joke, by the way, people. <laughs> it's something they used to say in the old days that made people laugh. Yeah. He tells. Yeah. I don't. I just don't see what the relevance is here. Or what you have. Here. I mean, are you trying to suggest that 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 this boy is responsible for the death of Moretti and? And Hatfin and, and, and Harrogate? At this particular point, he's the one connection between all three. He's had a run-in with each one of those individuals on a negative basis. Now, I don't think he's responsible, but there is something else Well, neither on. do I. That's the only thing that we've been able to agree on since you came into this case. There's something to it, though. There's something more here than meets the eye. What? I'm not sure yet. I got a finger. I got an impulse and a feeling for it. <laughs> I got a finger, and I'm going to put it right on it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, That's a joke, people. <laughs> there we go, yeah. Um, he goes, I got a feeling for something here. I don't know exactly what it is, but my gut's telling me there's a lot more to the story, and I'm trying to peel the kid out. He's like an onion. He's got a lot of layers, and I'm trying to figure out what he's hiding. You're trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. This is related to the case. He's the one link that all three victims have in common. Let's and go in there and talk to him together then. Because let's they... see where, where this is all going to pan out. Because as far as I'm seeing, the, this snake oil uh, smoke screen stuff is just, I mean, I don't know how you guys are doing it in the Bureau. Is this how you do it in the BAU? I think the way the, I think the next victim may be this kid, Hank Tyler. Oh, for you're way outside of your, your league here. I don't Adrian. think so, but if he comes up dead, what would you say then? Missing his head and his spine. Let's go talk to the boy. Yeah. Let's just let's just lay this to rest. This is just ridiculous. When um when they come in, I wanna see if I can swipe the kids dream journal. Okay. Um you know, just uh or I'll, what I'll do is I'll uh I'll pick it up and, and uh See if I can uh, pretend like like it's like try to fake it like with like knock knock it into the grandfather's stuff and then pick as it up they come it. in. Imagine that the dream journals against the is it far from the wall. other ones? No, they're all on the same oh, okay. desk. The wall, the doors on the east mm -hmm. side. Paulie, you and Hanson walk in at the same time, and you see what each is trying to do. Mm -hmm. So, Thomas, man, great talking to you. Appreciate your input. He turns his attention towards you two at the door. Really would appreciate it. Again, if I, we can get that necklace. I'd love to be able to get the necklace from you for further study for he my He puts colleague. his hand around the necklace and says, look, <laughs> nobody is taking this necklace, agent. No problem, man. Just relax. As he's doing that, what are you doing with the journal? I was going to see if I could take the dream journal and look at it and seeing if it's documenting any of these deaths okay. of the people. Like, he wouldn't let us look at his dream journal. I want to take a look, like, when he's distracted, take a look and, you know, see if I can see what's in the dream journal, if it's, if it chronicles, like, him 
I dreamt that I killed Lauren or, or I called whoever the spirit is to you know. Yeah, okay. All that funky shit he's been talking about. As you look through the journal with the, the moments that you have as as Polly and, and Hanson are trying to keep this kid's attention. Well, actually Hanson's not, but Polly is. You notice that the first few pages you see how uh, he's writing down things that he had dreams about, how difficult it has been, you know, sleeping, and how he's had to take medication for this gnarly root canal that's lasted a whole week, and how he wishes that at some point that that fucking doctor could go through the pain that he went through. And then it just talks about other dreams, dreaming about Laura Harrogate, and then this and that, and then uh, you see another entry about how he was dissed by the librarian at school. And how that bitch should get hers and this and that. And then other things about his, his dad, you know, getting a promotion at work and other things going on. Then how uh, he was dealing with Hank Tyler mm-hmm. and how they had suggested that he ask Laura Harrogate out. And then he did ask her out and she rebuffed him. And he's like, you know, just like all the other bitches. And then mm-hmm. the next entry is like that fucking Hank Tyler. I wish that fucker was dead. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, at, so... At that point, Hanson's looking at at you, Paulie, but then he looks past you to see what Ichimaru's doing, and he's like, what are you, what, what's going on over here? What is this, a bait and switch over here? Can I speak to you for a minute? Me? Yes, just you. Odessi, they're they're going to be able to hear us. They we're standing uh, in the uh, same... Odessi and the kid can leave, or you and I can go to another room. Which do you feel more comfortable? That's fine. Take it out in the hallway. Let's go. Let's get this done. I'm already call Carson. Okay. I, I, yeah, let's I get out of here. I didn't think this was going to be the way. So he goes out in the hallway with you each morning. Okay. So I will, I will show him the book. What the fuck? You taking the property now? No. Look, this is what we're looking at. The three victims, the dentist, the librarian... Lauren Harrogate, we have here him saying he wishes the dentist would go through the same pain he did. He wishes the librarian would go through the same pain he did. Lauren here dissed Holy him and says, "Fuck." and we have one more here. Hank Tyler? That's what Odysseus just said. So, what the fuck? You gonna tell me that this kid is doing this? How is this kid capable of doing this shit? I don't know. But we may want to have someone... Oh, my God. ...sitting outside Hank Tyler's house. I don't think the kid is doing it. But I don't don't think he would be able to, but... Hold on a second. He opens up the phone. He's like, calls... Put that down. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, I I need you to go over to the Tyler residence. Uh... Yeah, their son's name is Hank Tyler. I don't, I don't know who the parents are, but he's uh, enrolled at Glenridge High. You need to get a couple of unis over there right away. Stake out the house. Don't ask me why, just do it. Hangs up the phone. Okay, so what's your next play, agents? What do we do? I wasn't expecting to see this. I don't know. We're going to go to Tank Tyler's house, and we're going to stake it out with a couple little friends. Because I have a feeling something's going to happen. It's going to be there. So we're going to use this kid as bait? No. Yes. Tyler? Yes. We're going to use him as bait. But we wouldn't say that. No, no, no. (laughs) Nice cover. (laughs) Tony (laughs) took over for fucking Odessi a second. (laughs) 
Well, no, we're not going to use them as bait. What we're going to do is um, we're going to provide an opportunity, and then we're going to close the door on it. All right. Unless you have so, a better suggestion. But don't you think the kid's responsible for this? We're going to know after this. He wished that kid dead, and if that kid comes up dead, there may be something to this. Something more than just adolescent fantasies. Okay. So he leans in the door and says, Thank you, Thomas. I appreciate your time. Thomas, you change your mind, you let us know. <laughs> Fat chance. <laughs> Closes the okay. door, starts cranking the music. You guys head on over to the Tyler residence. So what you yes. guys do? Yeah, we'll drive over. separately so mm-hmm. we can talk together on the, on the way over there. We'll okay. follow him. So I don't think the kid is doing it. I think the kid is manifesting something to do it for him. Yes, I agree. That's and what I think the, the medallion is. is what it is. And and the writings from the grandfather's books. So we need, we need aside that from, we need the whole thing. We need the grandfather's notes. We need the kid's journal. We need to get rid of all that stuff. The masks, all that need to be cleared. So how do we get a hold of either our people, Carson, or you know, the the ice queen we met with over yeah, coffee. Yeah, talk to Rebecca Thornhill and let her know what's going on. We but need, how do we get a hold of her? We, we need to get we need to get that. I guess we hit return kid. call from what's his name on our phone. Yeah, I believe the control mechanism is the amulet this kid's got, and when he thinks those bad thoughts, he manifests them. Right. And I think whatever's tracking on his thoughts is using those to hone in and kill the object of his anger. And I think the amulet's the control mechanism. We need to get it away from him. And then we need to scrub the place clean from everything else. Well, we could go wait with Hank Tyler and let uh, the, the Ice Queen know and have them go in and clean well, the, thing the is, place out. We could take, we could wait on Tyler, see if we can kill the entity that manifests, and then we tell Thornhill to go after the kid and confiscate all the stuff that he's got there. Everything. Under some guys, I don't know, let her figure it out. Her people would be good for that because there's so many of them that nothing, anything they're grabbing is going to be strange. Except the necklace, but Thornhill can handle that. So you're going to contact Thornhill? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dr. Thornhill, <laughs> we may have determined the source of the... We may have figured out what's been killing people. What do you tell us? Asians. Well, there's a child. His name is Tommy Dengler resides at 54 South Glen Street and he is in possession of a particular necklace that he's wearing around his neck and I believe it's a control mechanism for an entity that manifests and tracks on his thoughts and then goes out and kills the object of his ire. We believe he's chosen his next victim. We don't think he consciously is aware of what he's doing. He just found a couple pieces of cool jewelry that his grandfather bequeathed him after an archaeological dig in Peru. And since reading his grandfather's journals and wearing the necklace, he's been able to potentially summon this thing to act out his anger fantasy. So you want us to go and cleanse the house of all... And grab the necklace. Okay. Um, We think his next victim will be struck tonight. We're going to go stake out his house and see if we can foil it, take it out. We're, on, we're, we're meeting with, you know, our contacts here, so they have an eye on us, so we can't be at the house. Uh, you'll have to be. Okay. It, we'll, give, we'll provide, um, you know, upstairs, the room, all that sort of stuff, where it's at. The rest of the house seemed uh, unaffected by anything. It was Thomas's room. She takes all this information down, 
She says, good hunting, men. Lion goes dead. But I... Oh, she always does that. <laughs> you guys go stake out the Tyler residence. You're in your own cars. You see uh, Hanson is in his unmarked vehicle. You see a couple of unis off to the side. And as you watch the house... How many stories is the house? It's a two-story house. Bedroom's probably on the second floor, and my rifle is equipped with a night scope. So, uh, which bedroom do we think belongs to the kid? Uh, it would be anybody's guess if you didn't actually go it, into it'll the house be, or go up to the house. It'll be the one that the monster flies to. Got it. <laughs> so, it's a good indication. <laughs> so, as you're watching the house, you see the mom come home, you know, park in the driveway. Mom gets out, goes in, unlocks the door. About 40 minutes later, you surmise it's dad comes home, parks in the drive, gets out, unlocks the door, closes the door. Could I uh, get out of the car and then maybe walk to a position to where I can see if this kid's not home but comes on, I can see what room the light turns on? Sure. So I'll, I'll do that. And then I have our two-way that I can R2. communicate with. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, so you're off to the peripheral side. Somewhere, like, like, yeah. Hey, somewhere Odessa, could, you want to keep somewhere doing I that creep or to. what? Okay, so you're watching it, mm-hmm. probably behind like a palm. Yeah, Keep an eye in the something. front here. And sun starts going down, dips down. Nobody else is coming home yet. Gets on about 7.30, 8. Shit. 8.30, 9, 9.30. Want a donut, coffee? <laughs> 10. The thing is, is maybe the kid's not coming home. About 10.15. Oh, or... You start hearing like a rumbling. And you see coming down the street this total bossed out Trans Am. Just jamming, windows down, metal blaring. Coming down the street. And about halfway down the street, you see this streak come down out of the <laughs> sky. Shit. Oh, damn. Latch onto the roof of this car and rip it off flinging it Polly's out <clears throat> two claws come down grab the driver what is your dex my dex is 10 it's like holy shit <laughs> yeah what is your dex uh, mine is mine is 14, 14. Oh, I'm sorry no uh, 15 15 okay yeah, so I'm not really near that am I Enough you see to... it you're, oh, you're okay. not far away from Polly in his car. Mm-hmm. You're just closer yeah. to the house. We're in the... Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hanson sees it and goes insane <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Poor guy. Ichimaru, what are you going to do? Uh, I will, I guess, attack it. Okay. How, How far away? It's uh, probably like 20 yards down the road. At this flying point... Flying sidekick. No, no. <laughs> at, at this point... Okay, go ahead. As you see no, the no. saying, rip the, the roof off and, and latch on to the driver. What do you want to do? Um, okay. Well, is my gun capable of firing that, at that range? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Accurately? Yes. If you hit. Okay. 60 well, feet, absolutely. Yeah. Range is generally 75. I mean, it's it's a tough shot, but it can be done. Yeah, but I got a 41 now. Mm. That shit. Bro. Whatever. That means nothing to me. What? 41? <laughs> I just, it shouldn't. You're like, pa, you're worse than half. One. Right on. Critical success. Is it? Right yes, on. Yes, it is. 
Okay. Right on, brother. So you're going to roll your damage twice. Oh, oh this is going to be painful. Now it's these, a D10 times two. Now these no, were it's, just, no, it's D10. You rolled D10 twice. Yeah. Not times two. Um, yeah. So this is the same weapon, like just a regular Glock like that yep. they gave us? Okay. First one does three. Shit. Second does two. Two points. It's five total. Hopefully it's uh, such a critical success he drops the kid. <laughs> yeah, it Kay. might happen. It goes next. You see it Damn. rip the driver out of the seat. The Trans Am goes careening, crashing into a light pole. Are there any explodes other uniform? into a ball. Huh? Are there any other uniform officers there? Yeah, there but you could imagine that, that the two other officers that are in their squads are probably going through the exact same condition that Hanson's going through right now. Yeah, just totally just pissing themselves <laughs> right now. Some heavy-ass dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so everyone knows, the handler uh, rolled three, uh, or six D10s. <laughs> well, I had to, I wanted to do their... Uh, their sand checks. Oh, I thought it was so, damage. <laughs> no, no. Damn, someone's in trouble. <laughs> no, I, I know what they're what they're doing. Okay. Hanson remains in his car as the uh, winged creature rips the guy out of the car, mm-hmm. plunge one of his forearms into this kid's back and grab him, like holding him like a microphone stand. <laughs> Shit. Polly, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna hit him with my rifle. Well, I'm going to try to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to shoot, right? Not I'm going to shoot. Fuck. 81. He misses. Badly. Okay. One of the officers gets out, sees it, attempts to shoot at it Fuck as well. Fuck yeah, he made it? Try yeah. On. Good. Is this Phillips? <laughs> Is it Miller? Yeah. No, not Miller. He's going to chop in. Is it Johnson? <laughs> He hits it. The other one gets out of his car to shoot as well. Yeah. And misses pathetically. Hey, dude, he didn't go crazy like Hanson. Ichimaru. Um, okay, is it still, is it like, is it just hovering in there At this now? point, he, it uses its wings to air brake itself like a pterodactyl. Still got, at this point, you can tell, like from the street lights that are still functional besides when the car crashed mm-hmm. into that it has four arms oh, so two of them have the body one of the third one actually ripped into its back its wings are still you can still get over pumping that. so as I'll, it looks upon surveying what's going mm-hmm. on you can tell that its head has like multiple eyes mm-hmm. all over its scaly head and i need you to make a sand check okay. while you're doing there do we both need to you will in a minute no miss that for four points of sanity damage. What are you going to do as you take this um, sanity damage? I, um... Cry! I, uh, no, I, um... will say, I don't know if this is the, the case with him, but I'll say, you know, before I shoot, I go, Thomas, I read your journal! And I'll fire. I'm trying to get its attention from the... If it's, it's, even, it's hard to tell if you're getting yeah. I'm just going to yell because it anyways. its eyes are just looking all about the street. You know, the, yeah. it's almost like a multitude of lenses everywhere. Well, I still want to yell that if it okay. can, if the kid is connected with it, maybe they'll oh, okay. snap him, um, stuff like that. And I'm going to fire again. Missed. At this point, even if I aimed, you I see missed. the uh, 
this winged creature pull the spine out of this body, taking the head with it, <laughs> and drop the carcass just to the street, just kaboom. Polly, make your sand check. All right, sanity check. O4. Okay, you pass. You take one point of sanity damage as you witness this thing slaughter this young teenage boy. What are you going to do with your long rifle? I'm going to try to take its head off. You um, got a doubloon so. too, don't? If uh, if we need it. Yeah, yeah. Saw the creature. At this point, I don't one need point. my glasses yeah. anymore. Sixty-one. We also have uh, flashbangs. Ooh, uh. But it's airborne. It's got all those eyes, though. Good call. All right. That was me. Having been reminded. <laughs> well, Good I've call, got my right <laughs> Yeah. Having been reminded, uh, Polly pulls the flashbang and throws it up in an underhand motion so that it would airburst rather than okay. throw it at them. And I'll be like, what's that? Now, <laughs> now looking at the page mm -hmm. with all the armaments, tell me what it does. Uh, flashbang. Restricted. Requires special training. Radius halved outdoors. 20 meters. It is a victim's penalty is minus 40 10 meter radius. Uh, it's got a 20 meter range. How far is it? He's 20 feet away from you. You actually have to get closer to him than the throat. Well, if he's 20 feet away, then this or is... No, 20 fine. meters away. He's 20 so. meters away. Yeah. Okay, he's at maximum range then, so I need to get... You're right. I do need to get closer. Okay, no, so you your movement you is, move, though, is an it? action. Oh, well, then I don't want to do that. I want to try to hit this thing before it gets away. Okay. So I'm going to take a shot at it. It'll probably either try to attack us or fly away. So I might be able to hit it. You'll be able to move. I can flashbang it next, too, if I yeah, need to. Yeah, because you've got the better initiative. Well, I'm just, I'm closer, too, I think. Yeah, good point. All right, I'm going to try to shoot it. Shoot it or flashbang? 77. Critical failure. My gun probably jams. Bang, gun jams. I told you they dicked with us. So the gun jams. The weapon jams on you. The... Other officer attempts to fire at it again. 88. Ooh, failure. Another critical failure. Yep. His gun jams, His gun too. jams as well. <laughs> probably squeezing the trigger too fast before it can cycle through. Mm -hmm. The other officer, 20. Oh, right on. There we go. I would Fires even one that. off and hits it. How's he using a 22? Yeah. No, he's using a fucking thirty-eight weak ass three eighty or something like that. Yeah, yeah, medium pistol. No, even that, it'd have to be a light pistol. It's like a service revolver. Some pilot should. So what? Uh, he should be having a Glock if he's a, if this is a uniformed officer. He should be doing the this same. This is some podunk D10. thing. It's. I'm sorry, bro. It's a D eight, is what it is. Oh, okay. Let me add. Uh, let me re-roll that. Three points. <laughs> same fucking thing. Well, <laughs> shit. I want to give the guy the benefit over here. <laughs> so, um. If I were to use a flashbang, it's, is it my turn? It is. Um, do, what, do, what attack is that with? Is that with melee? or Not melee, but like... Uh, Your skill is athletics. Oh, athletic. Oh, shit. I got a good athletics. Yeah. 20 meter range, one use, 10 meter radius. Victim's penalty is minus 40%. So whatever it does... All right. It's, it's well, let's 40%. see if I can pull this off. Athletics is 50. 30. 33. Come on, man. 30. Oh. Is it a 33? Oh, 30. So this thing pops off, <laughs> blinding the entire side of the street. Mm -hmm. Now, what, is, what does it do to the... It gives the victim a minus 40 okay. to everything, no matter what it's doing. All right, good job. Shit. So at this point, all you can really see of it 
is probably not a whole lot. Bop. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just po, and everything's yeah. just bright. And but you hear this crunching mm-hmm. noise, uh. as though somebody's eating like a head of lettuce or something, or a potato head. chips. Or <laughs> <laughs> spine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Polly. I'm gonna try to shoot him with my rifle. Once I've cleared the jam, do I have to roll to clear the jam? You have to roll to clear the jam. Okay. What do I have to roll? Under forty. Under forty. Pistol. Well, Polly clears the jam with an 09. All okay. Right. He's so got the drink. That'll be, that'll be ready for you next round then. Shit. God, see, see, Can I draw the pistol? The pistol? Uh, I made the choice to, to clear the jam, so I'll have to do that. Hopefully these podunk officers can kill it. Yeah. <laughs> the first podunk that yeah. did the critical fail does not clear his. The second officer, two, fires one off nice. at him again for four points. Excellent. Dude, where the fuck are these other agents at? Oh, they're going with the house. They're, they're the ones that should be picking all up all the shit. 12 <laughs> total. Ichimaru. Yes. All right. Let's do a, a blast. It's <laughs> Officer Miller coming in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Come on. Let's, let's get under. Uh, Jesus Christ. Under 40. Oh, 40. Let's see if I can get a zero. Get a zero, man. Make it happen. Oh, 46. Oh, or you can always shit. give me your doubloon if you want to hit it. Uh, yep, I want to hit yeah? it. Yeah? I'm going to give him my doubloon. Are you okay. sure? You don't It'll hit it. For you? Yeah. All right. Thank you, brother. Of course. I, we're get, I think, you know, it's taking a lot of damage. We're getting close, so this may be a critical time to do it. Nine. Nine. It was certainly worth it, Nine brother. points? Yeah. Yeah. You shoot this thing, and it actually takes it out of the sky down to the street level <laughs> at this right. point. Yeah, time for martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> like that Zato each versus Oh, shit, dude. That, wasn't that great? That was awesome. So good. So this thing makes it down mm-hmm. to the ground. It looks at you. Mm-hmm. How long is that, 40%? For? It doesn't say. It just says victim's penalty minus 40. Flashbang grenade doesn't okay. say anything Roll else. a D4. Sammy, roll a d4. Oh, sorry. sorry. I rolled a three. But Sammy has to roll it. Three. Okay, he three. Two. So cool. he's going to be this way Never for for three brother. rounds. So one already? One already. So okay. down on the ground, he's on two. Okay. So at 40% to try to attack you. Are we that close? I thought you were in melee at that point. No, no, I shot him. Right, he, put, he threw a grenade at it. I threw, a, be I threw the flashbang, then I shot him, and then I made the joke saying, all right, oh, time okay. for martial arts. Well, no. he, <laughs> you weren't serious, were you? No, <laughs> not right now. No, he's actually going to move towards you. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So that, that's his movement is to move towards okay. you. Okay, okay. Ichimaru. Paulie, you see this... Dude, grease him. This, this <laughs> creature descend down to the street level, uh-huh. obviously taking damage. He still has this, this spine and skull of Hank Tyler in his hand, Happy. moving at a rapid clip towards Ichimaru. Okay. I'm going to shoot him. Under 40. 40? Come Under on. Under 40, yeah. 24. Yeah! Bam. Damn. Fuck yeah. And it's armor piercing, too, but I don't think that makes a difference, so it's a D12. Well, he, no, he was wearing a vest. <laughs> I mean, a sca- <laughs> Maybe the scales were armor resistant. Yeah. Okay, so It D12. does have armor resistance, by the way, and oh. I've been taking that into account. Shit. Okay, so this is, it's got, uh, the rifle has three armor piercing, and it's D12, so I owe it two. It's a glancing um. shot. Glancing shot. Yeah. Two points. Okay. So 
And then we got the two officers. The two officers. And I got another One of them's shot. going to try to clear his, mm-hmm. his deal out. Fails. The other officer Dude, takes a shot. This guy is fucking stud. 93 misses. Ah. Ichimaru. He All is right. now... What do you want to do? We're, if he's right there, we're fucking going uh, unarmed. Okay. That's my better. We're just, come on. All right, well, come if on, get, If you're too close, we won't be able to shoot it. Go for it. I'll just do aim. <laughs> like that, t- remember Hissler? Yeah, like you waste. Stop before. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right, he's come a, on. You've got losers. Yes, like, wow, come on. Two. Oh, two. Oh, two. <laughs> so, yeah, full on came in. He came running at me. And I'm like, I've been practicing these jumping sidekicks. Let's kicks. do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, what is unarmed again? Is that 1d4? Okay. Minus one. Two. Two points of damage. Flying sidekick to the jaw. This flying sidekick <laughs> kicks it right in the chest, and it kind of staggers back. Still up, but barely hanging on. Actually drops Mm-hmm. The spine and skull from its mandible. Got me a club now. Oh, Holy. I forgot that my um, rifle has a 10% lethality, which I forgot to roll. That's only if you roll a critical success. Uh, and then you have to roll your D, your 2D10s uh, and get below 10%. Then you get the lethality. Dude, I just did a Can side Can I fire a burst? Kick. It, the burst is already taken into account. Oh, got it. You figure every time you squeeze that trigger, you're getting the Dude, burst. Dude, my kick yeah. knocked this thing back, so you are free and clear to go ahead. And I am going to do it. And I'll let's block see. a bullet if it misses. All right, let's see if we can take this motherfucker out. Shit. 92. 92. <laughs> <laughs> Miss. Apparently, you kicked it and moved it right out of my line of fire. The wind. Yeah, the wind picked up. That was what it was. <laughs> oh, you know what? It didn't attack, did it? No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. It was missed. Mm. Well, since it used to go, can I you go again? It out of it, no, you kicked it out of its initiative. Well, it is at, <laughs> it is at minus it is Yeah, 40. minus 40%. Okay. But that would its attack to is its at attack. minus 40. Yeah. So it tries to attack you, Ichimaru. How many times? One time. Oh, okay. And we'll miss. <laughs> the, the two officers actually flee. Oh, those, those motherfuckers. Even the one who was doing so good? Yeah. He couldn't hit him. Moment he missed, he's out the door. Ichimaru. Oh, my turn again. All right. This may be. This could be. Take under, it out, man. Under sixty. And by the way, those, out, man. those three rounds are now gone. It's yeah. got its eyesight back at this point. Okay. Oh, until I throw another flash grenade at it. But you're going too close now. I, I'm fine. I'll be at minus forty. <laughs> let's go, Ichimaru. All right, let's go. Come on, man. Oh fuck. 72. Miss. Miss. It looks at you. It attempts to <laughs> tear into you. Oh, I'm sure it can. 18. Ooh. Does that hit? That's going oh, to hit. Oh, 18. Yeah. yeah, that's going to hit. <laughs> it's got a uh, huge lethality. Great. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, that was not a critical success. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. As his Thank claw God, rakes one. across you for four points of damage. I'm, Ow. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Totally my bad. It's actually 2d6. 2d? Yeah. <laughs> As its claw rakes across you for seven points of damage. That's just what I said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's at half. Ouch. 
Paulie. Finish him. Yeah. <laughs> I, can I can make it. it. Okay, seeing after what he did I to him. I got time to bleed. <laughs> Athletics. All I need to do is throw the grenade within 10 meters of this fucking thing. No, so no, I'm we want you. damage, dude. So I shouldn't use the grenade? Well, you, you miss. We have two chances to hit this thing. Right. I have a feeling it's on its last legs. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take a shot with it. Come on, Paulie. First with a 10% lethality. Come on, man. Don't let me down, Polly. 12. That hits? That, that hits. hits. Yeah. That hits. Why were we all down on that? Yeah. All right, come yes. On. 12. There we go. Back okay. in the tent, perhaps. All right, come on now. Nine points of damage. Ooh-wee. There we go. Solid hit that time. Burst. <laughs> so, with Omega, don't forget, three points of armor penetration. <laughs> That's all you'll ever need. That's all you'll ever need is three points. It's just the tip. As it's attacking, <laughs> Ishimaru, swiping at it, leans back slightly. You hear this crack go up and takes it right in the head, splitting its carapace right down the middle. Its <laughs> eyes blast out of its skull and it crumples right to the street. Holy shit. You see the Trans Am still burning in the background. You see the body of Hank Tyler lying in the street. All right. Skull and spine. <laughs> Call Carson. Close by. <laughs> we need a cleanup on aisle seven. <laughs> Looking at back at, at the car that Hanson was in, you see that he is just drooling, leaning against the side of the glass of the window, completely out of it. No doubt his next stop will be the Swansea Institution. Hang out with uh I check on mama. each, make sure he's okay. I know he took a pretty heavy blow. Is yeah, he okay? He's, he's well, oh, good. We need to call we need to call. We don't the need to call. We need to grab the bag out of the back of the charger. Uh, yeah, but so we, we should make a call too. <laughs> okay. You call. So I'll grab the bag. No, well, so yeah. as you lift up the trunk, you see the aluminum case, and you see the two bags with your hazmat suits in there. Let's suit up and ready to go. <laughs> Don the suits. Go over. Just fold this piece of shit in one bag. How does zip it, it up? fit in a bag? Is this thing You're huge? You're just crumpling it like like it, it looks like it's multi. Jointed, oh, just wow. boop, 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 crumple it, oh, rubbing in one. It's like double bagging your your bottles and yeah. shit after a party. You know, it's crumple it into the uh, aluminum casket. So the last swallows don't come out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's get them in there and fucking. Yep, everything goes in. Okay. The backs, the hazmat suits. It can. We can't render any aid to Hanson. Is any has? Do we hear any sirens? Did the cops who fled? Have enough sense to run away and come out of, you know, and do anyone. You see plenty of lights that are on all down the street, up and down the street. Nobody's leaving the houses, though, because, I mean, you're hearing guns and everything. Car crashes, this this pooling of metal, the screaming from somebody getting ripped out of a car. You're hearing all these bullet rounds going off. We put them... to put the thing in the trunk and all that, and get and take out our hazmat suits. Put them in the trunk too. There's going to be people. Yeah. Cops coming. We right. need to come up with a story. Oh no problem. Rick. We just Hank tell us what happened. Crazy. Yep. And we started shooting at the cops and. Oh, let's not blame him. Pl- Hank couldn't. So what Hank you ripped out his fucking head. His spine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Something. We were the here. The explosion did that to him. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's hear what the cops have to say first. The ones oh, that ran that, away. My, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well the done, ones Mark. that ran away. Let's see what their it story appears, is. How about this? It appears that whoever struck and killed the three other people did the same to Hank Tyler to, here. Right. We arrived on the scene. We were trying and, to fight it off. And the cops and it, were ran off and were shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because they blame it on Hanson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Put the... All the guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ow! Yep, he didn't so make it. So <laughs> we also, I think, should call, and you know, we bagged up everything. We need to just be getting on our way. Right. Yeah, I, um, I'd like to make Hanson the hero well, in this one. I'd like to pull him out of the car and then uh, take his service revolver, put a blast off a couple rounds since no one's coming out, put it in his hand, and then uh, my report will be that uh, he we went down. We have no report. Oh, good point. <laughs> we have no report. There is yeah. no report. So, right, what we, so we, put it, we put realize. him out there and, and with, the, with the gun, and, and he's just laying on the ground. It, whatever. Unfortunately, bad things happen. The problem yeah. is Tommy st- Thomas is still around. With this fucking thing, hopefully not anymore. And, well, we don't know. We, that's what I mean. We yeah. need to make a call to okay. to Ice Bitch and we'll fucking cars. Okay. Yep. We'll, we'll get in the car and we're driving away. Um, I'm driving. He calls yeah. Thornhill. At, at that point, you start hearing sirens in yeah. the distance, starting to come up on this. Come I'm up driving the speed yeah. limit okay. and really yeah. slow. I mean, okay. like, when I'm we're driving also, the speed limit to have no see, attention. It's like seven cruisers passing you. <laughs> You see the helicopter coming in overhead. What's everybody, up, everybody, yeah, everybody's <laughs> making their way towards mm-hmm. that that residence mm-hmm. at this point. What would you like to do? Well, I'm calling. He's okay, calling. make I'll, your call to who I'll first? Call. We're calling uh, the Ice Queen, Thornhill. Thornhill. Okay, she picks up the phone. Thornhill. Uh, did Did you do your job or no? We did ours. The house is secure and sterilized. And the people? They're being taken care of. Great. Click. Hang up on her. Oh, wait a minute. We got to meet her somewhere. <laughs> no, we don't. We got to give her the body. No, we're going to fucking go get that to our guys, aren't we? Yeah. All right. I like that better. No, she wanted the body. She but, did. But then do we, we have the case. But I mean, do we have to... Didn't our our people want us to do that too? They wanted you to, to take care of the threat. We did that. We did. To remove all evidence. We did that. Or destroy any evidence you did that remove. too. Okay. Yeah, we go. Well, we haven't destroyed the body yet, yeah. but if our guy doesn't No, but want you have it contained, though. Yeah. I mean, if you couldn't destroy it, you were to take it with you. We or actually, that. it was the other way around. If you couldn't take it with you, you had to so destroy it. So that's what I mean. Yeah. I want to say, fuck them to those people right. and take the body okay. back to our people. Okay. I like that. Because then we'll have some problems with her in the future. Probably. Good for role-playing. Yeah. Let's call Carter. Carson. <laughs> Carson. Carson. Let's Is call Carson. Yeah. Carson. Yeah. The phone rings. Rings for about three times, picks up Rodriguez. Carson there. Uh, Carson? Dave Carson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how. Did you know him well? We were associates at work. Uh, I'm sorry, I hate to be the one to tell you. Uh, he's, he's no longer with us. Appeared he took his own life last night. <sighs> Shit. That's too bad. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Uh, Apparently, a couple of guys down here at the bureau were gonna. Everybody's gonna get together and uh, meet at McConley's later on tonight. If I don't know if anybody wants to join, so. Yeah, sure. Uh, just tell us the address. Okay. Eighty-seven, oh four, Record Avenue. Sounds good. Got it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I was thinking of the Archer <laughs> way, so I, I take the phone and destroy well, it. Well, I yeah, I hang up. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, we destroy it. Yeah. Now we have to meet 
Now we're going back. We're getting on a plane with our stuff, and we're going to go to but, see Heisenberg. But how are we getting this body back? Sure. We, we simply check it in. <laughs> Fucking A. Dude, dude, we got FBI dude, credentials, dude, dude. man. No, 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 no one questions no, 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 the feds. No. If we can't get it back, we should at we least. We can't drive there. We got to no. go over back to California. Where are we actually? Where did we meet Heisenberg? You met him in California. In, uh, we got to fly all the way back from Long Island to California. No, no. That ain't happening. No, I know Okay, that. well, but that's what I'm saying. We either then, What are you guys going to do for this evening? Like at this point, like well, we it, gotta it's get nighttime. Out of here. So you we, guys get out of here. Yeah. You guys make your way. You guys gonna keep driving? You guys gonna a, well, wind I, up in a hotel? Or what do you want to do? I have a feeling. No, I have a feeling that when you get rid they're of the gonna be looking for us mm-hmm. in this car. So we probably don't have an alternative except to call back the Ice Queen. And we killed the phone. And no, no, no. The, the well, you said that. I don't know if we did it. Did we? Um, I didn't say we break the card and shove a SIM chip up my ass. No, well. no. But what we need to do is if we we, we want to get, get this out to of Heisenberg, we but we don't know how. Car. Right, but we got to get out of the car because they're going to see that we can't go to the Motel Six. So what we got to do then is if, if all we can do is give them the bodies, then we say, hey, we'll give you the body. You know, we need safe travel back to California, and I'm sure they can. Are we telling that. this to uh, I'm just, Thornhill? I'm just saying, yeah, I'm saying that we can we can do that sort of thing. All right, so then we call Thornhill and tell her so what's she the meet us here. She answers the phone. Thornhill. We have something for you. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I was wanting to see if you boys were going to take off with it or if uh, you were going to own up to your end of the bargain. Of course where we can are. we Where can we pick it up at? We need a safe place. Where can we go meet you? There's an old lodge. You know what? No, I'll tell you what. You'll meet us at the diner that we were at before. You're going to give us your car. We'll give you the keys to our car, and we'll part ways. Okay. When would you like to meet? Five minutes. A lot of people looking around for people right now. All we're doing is a car swap. You hand me your keys, I'll hand you mine, and we're off. We have what you want. You know we do. And it's where it's supposed to be, per your instructions. Well, if you have a way, I'm sure you have your means. Uh, It'd probably be best for us not to be traveling at this time, too. But, you know, we're on the other side of the U.S. here. Can you arrange us some uh, airfare and we can drive to whatever place you want us? I could get you back to Gabrinsky. That works. Would you like us to drive you back? No. <laughs> we'll drive ourselves. We'll meet you at the uh, diner. Okay. So okay. you guys meet her back at the diner. You see she's standing there. She's got her entourage with her. The squad with yeah. her. Mm-hmm. 11 dudes all trained and armed. <laughs> she comes up to you with the keys to the van. And she just, she's by herself. Mm-hmm. Everybody else stays back. And she says, uh, how bad was it? As yeah. bad as you can imagine. Is it still uh, alive? I'll, I'll show her. No. Uh, if it is, it's in our trunk in three bags. <laughs> <laughs> if it's alive, it has to live without its head like it left its victims. You seem sad. I'm just curious if it would have been more beneficial to leave it alive, bring it in living, but... uh, That wasn't an option. (laughs) So it would seem, looking at Ichimaru all bleeding and shit like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we could do this again sometime, agents. Still haven't got that coffee yet. (laughs) And we will. On next time we run our yeah. next Delta Green <laughs> scenario. Good job, brothers. Right on. Yeah. Dude, we 
actually accomplished every act. As you go and make your stealth, I assume. Nah, didn't do no, it. No, not the stealth. I want you to do a. Uh, oh. Fuck! I just took my glasses off. Ah. God damn it! Blindness check. <laughs> right. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard Twenty podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five star review. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.